Okay, hello everybody. This is the second half of Sports Scope. It's actually pre-recorded. Uh, I've got a good friend of mine. I've met this guy, I don't know, probably 10 years ago. I'm going to bring him on. We'll get it clarified here in just a little bit on Twitter. Uh, his name is Freddie the Pizza Man. Freddie owns a pizza parlor out uh, in, in Detroit area. Met him off Twitter. He's a big NFL guy, NFL fan like myself. Uh, we were both going back and forth with uh, the great former uh, coach, Tony Dungy. And, you know, he had me on his podcast probably, I don't know, 2018 exact. And I've been doing this program on and off, more on than off for five years. Just now got it where I can get squared away and do it five days a week and bring guests on. So I'm going to bring him on now. Freddie the Pizza Man. Freddie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, great, man. I can hear you just great. Uh, greatly appreciate you taking time. Now I know you're, um, I know you're finishing up at work and everything. Uh, now, I was looking at your Twitter page, by the way, Freddie the Pizza Man. You can find him on Twitter here, and uh, got about thirteen thousand followers here, and then some. He's uh, uh, moving up in the world, thought you may have been too good to talk to me, but nice, not too big time, still down to earth. I appreciate it. Dave Portnoy says it's the best pizza in Detroit. How'd that come about? Can you hear me? Oh, well, maybe I lost him. Well, well, we're just now starting the... Um, I started this recording here, and I'm sure to come up here in just a second. He'll come back in just a second. Uh, but anyways. I'm back if you can hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can hear you. So, yeah, I was just saying, letting the audience know. So, Dave Portnoy says, the founder of Barstool Sports, says you got the best pizza in Detroit. How did that come about? He, uh, he just showed up at my place. He ate the pizza, and, and then the rest is history. That's really it. That's as simple as that, Robert. You know, it's just uh, life-changing. You know, I, I've been in business for, <clears throat> man, 40, 33 years now, my 42nd year making pizza. Yep. And, um, you know, I've always done well. I do really well for myself. And when he came, it's life-changing, man. It's just uh, best pizza in Detroit, hands down. You know, 8.7, one of the highest scores in the nation. You know, if you take yeah. out New York and, and Philly and Jersey where – Everyone thinks they're the only ones that know how to make pizza, which I think is BS, if you ask me. Can I swear on this thing? Is that all right? Huh? Is, is, that is, it, is it okay if I swear on this thing? <laughs> oh, oh no, I try not to, but if yeah, it slips out, yeah. uh, I'm not, you're not on the radio. <laughs> but I, you know, if you take out those three cities, and you know, I, I'm one, I'm top five in the nation with uh, his score that he gave me, and uh, you know, listen, I'm very humble by it, and I'm grateful for it. But, uh, you know, I put in the hard work, Robert. You know, 42, yeah. 40 sec, 42 years making pizza. I put in the hard work, man. I, I work 90-hour weeks. And people told you, if, I, if people knew what I was doing right now as I'm recording a podcast, I'm actually fixing my pizza up and putting a new pilot in. So, man. I mean, I do it all, man. I'm just I'm self-taught. I'm a hard worker. And work is – I always tell people work is my, is my, is my, is my hobby. Yeah. Golf, I do it once in a while when I can. I mean, that's just that's the way it is, man. So, yeah. Now, did you start this or did your family pass it down? How, how, did, how did that come about? Well, my dad started back in the 70s. I worked with him as a young kid. 
Yeah, I bought my first pizzeria when I was 21, which was 1991. Okay. And uh, I've been my own owner ever since 1991. So this is my uh, 33rd year uh, as, as a pizzeria owner. So I'll be, oh, 50, wow. I'll be 53 next week. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying I'm retiring to tomorrow, but uh, I'm closer to retiring than I am uh, um, starting my career. But I, I always make pizza. You know, even if I retire, I'll make pizza two days a week. And, uh, and uh, I'll be a happy man. I'm, I'm a happy. I'm, I'm, I'm a truly a happy guy. Yeah. Are you are you originally out of the Detroit area? Or are you from uh, the Northeast? No, I'm I'm from this area, born and raised here. And uh, Michigan, Detroit area is, is my life. And that's all I know. I've actually if I told people they wouldn't believe it. I've never even been in New York. So or Jersey. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, I was always curious about that. Now. Um, so what is the name of your pizza parlor? Is it called Freddie the Pizza Man? That's Freddie the Pizza Man, exactly. My name oh, is on okay. it. Oh, okay. Yep, my name is on it. Hey, man, that is all. And you don't do any advertising. I don't do any advertising. I don't deliver. I don't do any online. I don't even have a telephone here. It's all walk-ins only. Pull a ticket like you go to the Secretary of State. And what what's the address of this? How do you find it? I'm in Melvindale. It's, I'm easy to find. I'm, my video's out there, 17900 Allen Road, Melvindale. I'm five minutes from the Detroit Lions training facility so if they if one of the guys misses a field goal it's gonna go through my window <laughs> i told one of these days i'm gonna come up there man i really am i told you one of these days i'll bring on my program i don't know if you heard me earlier i'm j i just started going five days a week back in labor day uh just learning the technology and using Streamyard. probably a year and a half that doesn't mean I didn't want to bring you on the program. I greatly appreciate you bringing me on your podcast. Do you still do your podcast, by the way? No, I had to give all that up, man. I was recording a show from here. I had cameraman, I had everything, podcast. Yeah. But I, after the video, I had to give it up, man. And at the day after the day the video went out, which was National Pizza Day two years ago, almost to the yeah. day, I had you know I had lines out the door two blocks deep for about five months, and uh, we're still very very busy here. Three young kids, it just wasn't going to happen, man, anymore. So, yeah. you know, maybe one day I'll get back to it. But um, I um, I should just record as I'm making pizza. It would probably be the best podcast <laughs> but, uh, Hey, I would chime in, man. You, you, uh, that's some pretty good stuff there. Now, you said you work 90 hours a week. I can feel your pain, like the former president used to say. <laughs> I used yeah. to do uh, uh, my day job was, was uh, 12 to 14 minimum, you know, and now it's eight hours, and of course now I do this five days a week. I'm trying to get this thing off the ground. I'm playing the long game. I'm just following what I like to do, man. You know. Good for you, man. Proud of you, man. I've known you for a long time, and uh, I, I do I do see your stuff out there, and uh, and I'm really happy for you. I really am. Thank you, Freddie. You know, I, I brought in. Uh, do you like? Are you a Michigan guy? Or are you a Michigan State guy? I'm a Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So. Oh, okay. People, Never yeah. mind. Yeah, so no, it's okay. I, uh, you know, I used to be a big Michigan fan back in the '80s and '90s, and I don't dislike any of the teams here. But uh, I'm just—I've always been a Notre Dame fan, and it's probably my Catholic roots, and uh, and uh, just love the helmet, love Rudy, and uh, that's just me, man. So well, that makes the two of us, brother. I was yeah. gonna say I had Al Borges on the program. He's a former defensive coordinator for Michigan. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, our offensive coordinator, excuse me, offensive coordinator, and he was um, he's got a book out talking about uh, when uh, two thousand four uh, when they got robbed of the national championship when he was an offensive coordinator of uh, the Auburn Tigers. That that's what just a little side information. Now, also you have a you have an autism foundation, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I uh, started that like six years ago. My son was diagnosed with autism uh, God, about eight years ago, and I started raising money for uh, yeah. equipping sensory rooms in, in Michigan schools. And man, that has really, really, really skyrocketed. I've up to, I've done fifty-five schools in the state of Michigan. Yeah, uh, built them a sensory room. Um, I got. I got a couple arenas that I can't make public right now that I'm putting in yeah. some, some national arenas I'm putting in the sensory room, uh, which takes up a lot of my time. So that's part of my 90 hours a week is spending okay. time on and the what, foundation. What is, what is the name of this uh, foundation? Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation for Autism. Oh, so, Freddy. Okay. Yeah, awesome. So awesome. I put, now. I, put, I put my name on it like Dan Marino. Dan Marino's got a, a great foundation for autism as well, the Dan Marino Foundation. So I, uh, Dan Marino was my sports hero. Yeah. And uh, ironically, you know, we kind of follow the same path when it comes to having a son with autism. You know, I brought in, oh, God, what is his name? Mike Wessoff, if that name rings a bell. It does not. Uh, uh, was a long time. Now, he's currently the special teams coach for Denver under Sean Payton. And he, his dad had all the Pittsburgh high school records until a guy named Dan Marino broke him. Oh, yeah. he, he thinks Dan Marino's the greatest of all time. What, what's your thoughts on Marino, man? Listen, Where would you, you rank him? Listen, if you take away championships, and I get it, you're, you're measured by championships. Yeah. I totally understand that Tom Brady's my neck of the woods here at University of Michigan. But Dan Marino, I don't give a damn. He is, he is tops quarterback that ever lived. And uh, damn, I wish he had a championship. I really, yeah. really wish he would have got one, but – He's my guy. He's definitely my top of all tops. And, you know, real quickly, you know, my top, my top five easily is um, Dan Marino, Steve Young. Uh, excuse me, Dan Marino, Steve Young, and uh, Joe Montana are my top three. And then I got Randall Cunningham there and, and obviously Tom Brady. And, you know, those are my guys, man. You know, is it in that order? Um, you know, I, Brady, not, Brady number one. I got uh, I got Marino number one. Nobody's going number one for me. It's probably Marino, Montana, and Steve Young for me, top three in yeah. that order. So you may be sick with me. I actually got Mahomes number five, man. Well, I get it. You know, I, I get it. You know, Mahomes. You know, but for me, it's just like I don't measure guys that are still playing today. I'm measuring guys that played in the past. Yeah. And you know, and because you just never know, you know, Mahomes might retire tomorrow, and and then, then then what do you do? You know, but. You know, hey, listen, you can't go wrong with putting Mahomes in the top five. You can't. I mean, the guy, yeah. the guy's great. And, um, you know, we're kind of in the same situation here with the Lions. Yeah. We, got a, we got a bridge quarterback like Alex Smith. Kansas City pulled the trigger and uh, took uh, Mahomes. And they sat him for a year. And look what happened. Changed the whole franchise, man. Right, so, right. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Dan Campbell. You know, I was, I was really taken back by the whole – biting the kneecaps off and all that stuff. And when he, the, the intro press conference and, you know, they, they started off one and six this year, but man, between watching him on hard knocks and that turnaround, 
I, and plus, who is it? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson didn't want to take. Uh, he didn't want to take another job. He, uh, he was talked about. Your offensive coordinator was talking about. Uh, he was rumored for head coaching jobs. What do you think about Dan Campbell and this Detroit team? Well, you know, if you want to go back, you want to go pivot back to the press conference. Obviously, yeah. Dan Campbell. You know, he's a, he's a Detroit guy, man. He's he's what we instill here in this town: grit and and working hard and doing the yeah. right thing. Dan Campbell's great, man. Love the guy. Don't know him. Never met him. Great guy. But I, I was the first one to be pissed when they were one and six because. You know, I've been a Lions fan since 1978. We've yeah. seen this. We've seen guys come in and talk. And even Dan Campbell said it. He don't, you guys don't want to hear crap. You guys want to see results. And yeah. when they started 1-6, yeah, I was, I was skeptical. I was upset. And, uh, man, did he prove us wrong, man. He really did. And you got to give him kudos for what he did. He proved us wrong. And they, they seem to be have the, on the right track. And, um, and uh, hey, listen. This year is a pivotal year upcoming, and yeah. uh, you know now it's time to now it's time to back it all up and start winning playoffs and divisions because nothing else really matters. The Lions they haven't won anything in seventy years or whatever it is. It's time now, man. We, yeah. we can't wait any longer, man. Can't. Was it nineteen ninety two the first time you won a playoff game? If I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. I wa- I watched that game. I still remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey man, listen, um, Jared Goff. Do you keep him this year, or, or or do you think they should do something else here in the off season? Well, they're obviously they're they're going to keep him. There's no doubt about it. They're going to keep him. Um, he signed for two more years. I'm a golf fan. I love the guy. I think he's all class. Yeah. I think he's a I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think if you if you pin him in the corner with no microphone, he he probably tell you the same thing. But uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of him. I'm pulling for him. But, you know, I'm on, I'm in the position where, you know, you can't really take the Twitter because you'll get demolished on Twitter. They got the sixth pick because of the um, staff yeah. trade. Uh, I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely taking a quarterback at six. Now, if they see that one of those guys is the right guy, you take him, you stash him, say, just like they did with Mahomes, you stash him for a year. 2024, yeah. you got your quarterback on a rookie deal because a lot of fans, you know, what they're not seeing is a lot of their own guys, they're going to have to start signing these guys. And yeah. golf's going to want his money and he deserves his money. You sign him to a big deal, you start signing these other guys to big deals, you might not be able to sign everybody. But when you got a quarterback on a rookie deal in 2024, you can get a lot more things done. So that's my reasoning for it. Not because I don't like golf, it's because I think. You have an opportunity that you might not be picking in the top ten for probably five, six, seven more years. Why not take a guy now and get him going? Yeah. Do you have a quarterback that maybe you've read about that you would hope that maybe falls to Detroit at six? The only guy, the only guy, I I, I have not seen Will Levis play, play, so I can't speak to him. The only guy I would pick right now would be Bryce Young, yeah. and the reason why is he seems poised. I know he's a little small, but he seems like a poised quarterback, and uh, he has played with Jameis Williamson, our number one pick from last year. That can just fly, fly out. You know, he's he's, he's so fast. Oh yeah, I forgot so, about that. Yeah, yeah. So they played together. That would be my thing right there. Is you kind of get those two together, and uh, take it from there. So it would be Bryce Young. Now, 
obviously, I'm not the GM. They see guys. They, they scout the guys. If they say Will Levis is the guy, take him. I don't care. Yeah. But I just think you've got to stash a quarterback. And, um, and uh, defensive tackle is your other key position. You get a couple good stud defensive tackles, you're going to make your defense so much better than you would just sticking a cornerback out there without a defense. Look at the Jets. Sauce yeah. Gardner was a great cornerback. He's a Detroit kid, right? Great cornerback. Yeah. But they had Quinn and, Quinn, Quinn and Williams, the top three defensive tackle in the league. Yeah. Don't, tell me, don't tell me he didn't help make Sauce Gardner better. So Right. So that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking here is um, get your quarterback. And uh, then you got the 18th pick in the first round. Maybe you trade up, trade down, get your guys, get some more picks. Um, I think they're going to be in fine shape. I really do. Yeah, you really like talking the draft. That, that, I think that's what we talked about last time. Or, or I was listening to your podcast a while back. The draft is a lot of fun. It's a lot of hope. Uh, look, look what Joe Burrow did, Freddie. Yeah. Look what he did for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the number you know, one pick. You know, I mean, he's a generational quarterback. I mean, it's, yeah, that's just the guy's. The guy's just a true leader. I mean, there's, he's a he's a leader. He's what you. He's Joe Montana to me. He's Joe Montana. He's Tom Brady. He's he's uh, Dan Marino. He's all of them in the one. So um, let's hope he gets a couple Super Bowl wins out of this before his career is over. You hate to see him go down the Dan Marino path. Never get a title. So, yeah, yeah, that that's true, man. That is true. And I would even if you don't get a quarterback. Now, I just read a mock draft yesterday. CBS has four quarterbacks going uh, within the top ten. I don't, I don't think they had you guys taking a quarterback, but this guy Anthony Richardson out of Florida is being mentioned. Uh, you talked about Will Levis. Bryce Young out of, uh, obviously, uh, Alabama. And, of course, C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, which I think would be a really good fit with the Colts there. Uh, or, or I know Houston wants a quarterback. The Colts want a quarterback. Uh, that's just talk, off the top of my head. There was two other t- – uh, uh, Carolina may take a quarterback. Atlanta, yeah. if they don't, you know, trade for or, or pick up a free agent. There's, there, I mean, there's talks that maybe Lamar Jackson may get traded to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah they're hundred million dollars off, man. I've always thought, I always thought Lamar Jackson, Atlanta Falcons was a great fit. They got a great offensive coach there. Um, yeah, Arthur Smith. Obviously, you guys yeah. know Arthur Smith from Tennessee Titans. Very good, I, very creative. Yes, yes, and his dad owns FedEx, so I'm surprised he's working. But uh, yeah, um, he. Um, yeah, I think Lamar Lamar Jackson in Atlanta would be a great fit. I know he was rumored here a lot last year to come to Detroit. He actually liked the tweets about something about coming to Detroit, which caught a lot of uh, a lot of people loved it when they saw that. But uh, people love golf, and I get it, man. He's a class guy. Yeah, you know he he doesn't do much wrong. But the thing for me with golf is he might not lose your game, but he's really not going to win your game. And that's that's my thing. Is yeah. you got to have. You know, why are the Kansas City Chiefs winning? Because Patrick Mahomes is going to win you a game. Yeah. And that's just the bottom line. These quarterbacks that don't lose your games, that's great. You want that. But you're going to have to have a great running running game. You're going to have a great, great defense like the Seattle Seahawks did for years. But uh-huh. when, you get, when you get a guy that can win you a game, man, I mean, that's, that's what the NFL is all about, man. That's what it's all about is the quarterback. And it just changes your whole franchise. It changes the – the, the, um, the price of your franchise, how much it's worth. 
uh, the, the buzz, all that stuff, man. Just it just uh, you know, even when you watch Sunday Night Football, man, you ever see a guy from the Detroit Lions on the pregame? No, it's always other other players. Man. You know, <laughs> it's like I want to see I want to see our players in those intros. You know, so it's time, man. It's 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 time, man. We need well, our Barry Sanders at quarterback. Right. Well, I'll say this. I mean, you beat Green Bay when they needed that game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm not just saying this because you're on here, that Detroit may be favored to win the North next year coming up yeah. in September. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be favored. I'm sure they are. I did read that Green Bay's favorite as well, too. You know, when, you know, as long as you got Aaron Rodgers, man, I don't care. People in Detroit here hate Aaron Rodgers, but if he was your quarterback, <laughs> you love the guy. You know, I – I'm I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers on the field. What he does off the field, ain't my it's not my business. I don't really care. You yeah. know, it's just like me. What I do off the pizza table it doesn't matter what I do. You know, so I I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers, and I and I till he till he's around, you know, Green Bay is going to be Green Bay is going to do well. Yeah, that's true. Well, they they I think Watson. You know, uh, Christian Watson. The, the 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 chemistry was developing. They're going to get another draft. Uh, he's contemplating retirement, and he's going on this dark retreat and everything. You know, I, looking at your uh, picture here, it makes me think I'm talking to Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No, no. It's uh, fine. You know, so let me ask you about the Pistons. I mean, three general managers since Joe Dumars left in 14. Uh, you guys got a shot at Victor Wimanyama. Everybody's talking about this guy. What's your thoughts on Detroit? What, what's been their issue here lately? Man, Detroit, man, just uh, Troy Weaver, you know, he's he came in with a lot of promise, and he don't get things done next year. I tell you, they're going to visify him on uh, sports radio next year because, you know, this will be year five of a rebuild. You know, we did lose Kate, we, they lost Kate Cunningham for the year. That, that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's another year of development on the kid. Uh the kid from France, I have no idea. I've never seen him play. You know, they, they but even if he even if they do draft him, he's gonna need probably a year or two or three. Yeah. You know. So uh the Pistons really, to be honest with you, they really don't have any hope probably for about another two or three more years if they get everything right. And that's if they get everything right. You're still looking at another two or three years. And Dwayne Casey, he's a gentleman, pretty good coach. But I think season's on, they're going to kind of bring in the young guy, the new NBA styles of bringing the young guy, probably a former player. Um, I've been saying, you know, um, Lindsey Hunter might be a fit. Uh, I know they're talking about Jerry Stackhouse. You're, it's, you know, it's, oh, yeah, wow. Van, really? Van, Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt so he, here at Nashville, yeah. Yeah, he had that little tussle. Didn't he hit a referee or something like that? He's always getting something. He, he's had tussles going all the way back to Jeff Hornacek back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, you know, the the NBA now, they hire those young coaches and, um, you know, maybe that's what they're going to do at the season's end and bring in the young guy and Kate will be back and they got Ivy and they got this young kid, Duran from Memphis. Uh, He kid can fly out of the the gym and uh, we'll see what they can do. But again, they have to get everything right the next two, three years for them to even probably be in contention. That's 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 saying a lot, man, to get everything right. That's we're going into year five. So that's kind of. You know, you'd hope to see it earlier, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We have an absentee owner, so you don't have we don't have a Mark Cuban. So, oh wow, yeah. yeah. So you're you're like the 76ers a few years ago. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so we don't the have process. 
we don't have MB. That's the thing, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is true. You know, so let me ask you. So you, you're kind of with, with what I'm thinking. With, don't you think that maybe uh, the NBA should be closer to the NFL is uh, let these guys develop. I don't have to be in college, but overseas or something, two, three years, preferably three years. So when they come to your team, you're not waiting four or five years for them to grow up and develop. Well, that's what they have the G League for. But right. but, you, but you also, you know, got like a guy like me, 53 years old, I won't watch a lick of college basketball because it's, no. not, it's not college basketball that it was 30, 40 years ago, we were watching St. John's in Georgetown and Syracuse, yeah. and these guys were staying three, four years and developing because that was basically their farm system was college basketball. And now the NBA has slipped, the uh, college basketball has slipped. These guys are going to a G League. They're going to one year. They're not developing any skills. And anytime these guys come in the league, the only thing they're doing is taking up jump shots. They have no – they have no – they're dribbling – Right skills, no fundamentals, and it just kind of uh, it's become a kind of a piss poor product. But uh, you know, when you get to the playoffs, you know the the uh, you know you'll see the better teams, and you can enjoy that. But regular season, man, it's when you know the Pistons, they're, you, they're hard to watch, man. You, yeah, they're hard to watch. They really. You are. know, Charles Barkley says that they're. He wouldn't be surprised if there's a, a another uh, a, 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 a what do you a lockout. Well, that I that I don't know. I, I I didn't hear about that, but uh, man, you never know. You never know. We well, talking about guys like Kyrie Irving trying to push herself out of town. Ben Simmons not showing up. Uh, you know stuff like that. Load management. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, this, this load management stuff. You know, I I was happy to see the kid from uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Yo, he's great, ain't he? Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Edwards I do yeah, like him. Yeah, he was talking about uh, it's kind of BS what's going on. The fans are getting screwed out of the whole deal, and uh, you know, I don't know what I don't know how you're gonna fix it, man. I really don't know how you're gonna fix it. I just don't. How are you gonna tell millionaires what to do? You know, I just right. I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, I've had some suggestions, man. Just take away the guaranteed contracts. Uh, make it like that. It don't have to be, you know, totally non-guaranteed, but not a hundred percent. You know, uh, ha- have it two or three years out of high school, and uh, do something about this load management. Spread the season out a little bit. Uh, give the, the game back to coaches. I think that would be a good start. That's just yeah. me thinking yeah, out loud. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not a bad. You know? It's not a bad idea. But uh, yeah, Freddie the Pizza Man, I appreciate it. Uh, go up and check out Freddie the Pizza Man in Detroit here. I will send you this. Uh, I'll tag you on Twitter. Of course, that'll be probably the YouTube. You still on Facebook, by the way? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, and, uh, you know, I don't go on it much, you know, but uh, I'm on there. Okay, and, and you know what? I'll, if, if you listen to Spotify, I'll even text you the podcast, man. Absolutely. I'll share it in my Instagram stories. All right. Hey, thanks, Freddie, and good luck uh, with all your future endeavors, and I hope to bring you back on the program sometime, you know? Anytime, my friend. My friend, yeah. anytime. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the NFL season. Oh, um, I can't wait. Probably for the season, especially if Detroit does something crazy or exciting, you know? Absolutely. They're going. They're, believe me, they're going to do something exciting. There's no doubt about it. I actually, do, I actually believe that too, man. They're going to be interesting. All right, thanks again. Have a good one.
Thank you, buddy. All right, buddy.